started paying for this stone? He said he started paying for the stone in 2017. No, absurd. Like, he's been paying for it since. $24 million to look like my boy Vision. Yeah. No, like, it's super cool thing to have, to be like, yeah, I have $24 million on my fucking forehead. It, also, I'm not gonna super lie, I stupid. also fuck with the, I, I fuck with the vibes. It looks dope. It looks cool. I, it could be a little more centered on his forehead, but regardless, <laughs> it looks good. You know, I think, How I think you get that messed up, bro. How do you not center it of all things? Yo, that's gotta be like yeah. a surgical procedure, right? Like he, I would assume. I don't know, but that scares the shit out of me to think about that, that it was a surgical procedure. Yeah, that is petrifying. It's not like you just can pierce your forehead, like, with a diamond. Like, you just can't do that. Like, if no, maybe that's why it's so incentive. Maybe he just, like, took a knife to his forehead and just cut out a little diamond and then just stuck it in. Knife. Bro, if I'm paying $24 million, that shit better be embedded in my fucking forehead. Ain't no just cuts <laughs> sticking in a diamond for me. I would have done it in my chest. I think that would have been way cooler and not, like, fair. Mm, yeah, but but then you gotta deal with, like, your Yo, shirt. Do you think if this man is in the sun, it's gonna, like, get hot as fuck? Like, do you yeah. think that thing will just, like, burn? Mm. Oh, dude, imagine if he's just, like, standing outside, and then, like, he, like, looks at somebody, and he, like, reflects the sun's rays straight at them. <laughs> fucking blinds them. Yeah, imagine. Dude, it's you nuts. could have it on your chest as, like, an Iron Man sort of thing, and then just cut holes in oh. every single one of your shirts. That's hard. I'm not going to lie. I kind of fucked with the vibe. You guys want to talk about WandaVision Episode 4? Yeah. No. Oh. I didn't even realize you had name, started the bro. recording. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I did. Oh. We were talking about Uzi. I had to do it. Oh, that's going to be the cold open. Let's get it. It is. It is going to be the cold open. Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. So, WandaVision, episode four, we interrupt this program, is the episode title. Uh, I'm going to raw dog this one, guys. Not going to lie to you. No outline. I, I felt this one doesn't particularly need an outline. It's one that I feel is better to just talk about. Uh, so, here we are, the WandaVision watch, Marvel, colon, WandaVision, colon, The Watchmen. It is I, Colton Robertson, here with the Penny Bloom Podcast, and I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Oh, it is going swell, my friend. Swell. And we've got Miles motherfucking Buttress. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Good, good to hear. And on the screen below me that I can see and you cannot, we've got KBZ Kyler Barnett. What's up, homie? Am I the only one who couldn't hear Kyler? I heard absolutely nothing from Kyler. <laughs> Kyler. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro. 
I was like, I was like, am I the only one who heard? Nothing I said something. Did you see me say something? I could tell I you were saying some shit, and the way that Joseph and like, Miles reacted, I couldn't tell if you actually said I, something. Because I, I was just kind of like, I said, "Let's get right to it," and I was like, "I'm looking," and I'm like, <laughs> "So they're not really getting right to it." I'm like, "Are y'all gonna get this shit rolling or what?" Like, <laughs> Bro, I'm I know dead. we're raw dogging it. I know we're raw dogging it, but like, damn. I mean, I've got the calm tono of spice in my system. I got a couple cold ones sitting by. It's ready. It's time to go. Let's talk about WandaVision. So we open with uh, Monica Rambeau being, uh, you know, coming back from the blip. And one thing I noticed straight away is that uh, they they hadn't officially decided on how they wanted the people to look when they came back from the blip. I don't know if y'all remember Spider-Man. Far from home. This is not what that looked like in that movie. And uh, no, I just took that just stuck out to me immediately. Hmm. That is interesting. That is a very interesting open to the the episode. Like, who'd have thought we would have been? Yeah, and I I really liked how. Okay, I kind of maybe jumping the gun, but I liked how unsettling this whole sequence was in the hospital. Oh. It just had this really like eerie, like kind of like. Like, you just sat there kind of, like, tensed up the whole time, like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's so uncomfortable to sit through. And I think it was so cool to see this side of the snapback, I guess. That's so dumb to call it that. But, like, you know, yeah, the blip. The return of the blip. It's so weird to see this side of it, but I thought it was really good. It gave it a, like, totally different feel than Spider-Man Far From Home because it was almost a joke in that film, Mm -hmm. uh, given it was with the campy student news and Mm -hmm. stuff, you know? So I felt like seeing like a super like kind of chilling sequence and like this concept of like I was just here with my mom. Where is she? Like that fear. Like we only got that for a split oh, it, second it in Endgame. A lot more contact, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 we only really got that for a split second in Endgame with Ant Man. But that was just for a small second, and that gets lost in Endgame. But in this show, that feels mm-hmm. so much more significant. Yo, like, and I I like the way they put it. Like it just felt like she took a nap. Like she must have fallen asleep. Like that has to be the explanation because I was I was just here. We were doing just fine, and everyone else was like, "Yo, you've been gone for five fucking years, bro. What the fuck, you?" Wow, about? I just realized what it really like. I guess how how I couldn't have noticed it felt like this, but when Captain America comes back, when he mm-hmm. and he's and he runs into Times Square, yeah, I yeah. guess that's- I'm. I'm not going to lie this into like the entire opening sequence of this. I was so fucking confused. Cause I did not connect the dots at first of being like, Oh, she just came back from the blip. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is this like her returning from the, like from the alternate universe that, that Wanda's created at first? And I was like, what is happening? And then they're like, you've been, what are you talking about? You have been gone for five years. And I was like, fuck, that's right. The blip. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. That did happen. Half the population of the universe was just kind of, you know. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I must have just, I don't know what the fuck. I I was muted for a second, I guess. Sometimes Uh, you like freeze out and we can't hear you for like a second or two. Yeah, well, I I liked this a lot because uh, I I loved the sheer chaos going on in this hospital. And it was something Mm -hmm. I hadn't considered. Yo, imagine all the people who were blipped away in hospitals. And then when they came back... They were still in that hospital. Yeah, so that's like in the same spot. That's like yeah. top five worst places to come back in, in like a blip. If, if you were in a coma before the blip 
and you got blipped, would you come back in a coma or just fine? Yes, I feel like you would. With this also, if coma, if you are like in a in a hospital bed, okay, you blip out, you blip back. Someone else is in that hospital bed. Are you just like blipping back, cuddling no. someone? This is what I am like, talking about. Get them? this. This I feel like this one. No, hear me out here. An airplane. Imagine getting blipped <laughs> out of that. Oh fuck. <laughs> Like, they, there's no way. I mean, if that's a full flight, bro, you're talking about double the capacity. That's fucked up. You're you're going mm. down. Yeah, that plane is like, down yeah. for real. Sorry, See, guys. but no, there, that raises the question, though. Do you blip back wherever that airplane is now at, or do you just blip back 20,000 feet in the air or 10,000 <laughs> feet in the air? Just no. You in the air and you're just like, <gasps> You would absolutely just blip back 20,000 feet in the air. I want to know how many people died that way. Just fucking splattered on blip day. It's raining, men. Yo, (laughs) yo, yo, yo. New Marvel show idea. Just a cheesy, awful, awful show called A Thousand Ways to Die, but blip edition. And that's just what it is. You just ever... You just get to find all the craziest ways. Like, that's just what I that's mean. Outstanding. I mean, I what even, I feel like even would be the craziest way? follow uh, Monica Rambeau a little bit through this. Uh... I'm about to freeze out. Yeah, we can hear you now. <laughs> we good? I think the craziest way to die yeah. would be falling into a wood chipper that wasn't there five years ago, but is now. <laughs> Fuck, that'd be pretty goddamn crazy. Ooh, that's some zombie lane stuff right there. I like that. Sorry, I just had to slip that one in there. Where, like, you blip while you're crossing the street and you just, like, reappear <laughs> right in front of a semi as it's coming through. Bro, we could, we could apply the same, uh, the same, uh, fucking plane logic to trains. <laughs> Imagine you just plot back right back on these tracks and it's, it's wraps for you, homie. See, 99% of the time, though, you'd be fine because there wouldn't be a train going through where you blipped sure. out at. So you just, like, Absolutely. you'd fall a couple but feet onto was. the track and then just walk off. If an there was, though, I'm the sorry. Space station. An astronaut blipped in the oh, space fuck. station. He's just in the middle of space, suffocating and dying. Yo, that's, that's, that's another one right there. And you got to think, it was, like, all over the universe. It was every planet <laughs> ever with oh. life. Oh, Man, the interplanetary freaking to do the deaths on different planets would be so much wilder. Now, here's the thing is that, like, I don't think Marvel, like, I don't think the MCU movies give you quite, like, it's crazy how big the scale is. And it's still like, you don't quite get it. Like, (laughs) there is so much out there. And he just snapped away literally half of all of it. (laughs) Fuck, thought of another good one. The the trash planet from Ragnarok, okay? (laughs) You blip out, you're going through some trash. You blip back in, right as a fucking just trash spaceship just lands right on top of you. Perfect. You're done. You're wraps. What if someone was in the fighting ring? <laughs> oh. Blips oh. back in in the middle of another fight? Exactly. Just gets his shit rocked. Do you win the fight if your opponent gets blipped out? No, I bet they just killed that guy too. They said, nah, you don't deserve to live. Get out of here. <laughs> you cheated. I don't know what you did, but you did something. And it killed half of all the people in this arena. <laughs> but uh, I, I like the way we follow Monica a little bit here. She works for this agency called S.W.O.R.D. At least she did before she fell to, before she was taken by the blip. And we learned that uh, her mom, Maria Rambeau, best friend to Captain Marvel, 
uh, founded sword, this branch of shield. And uh, I, I liked seeing that uh, Monica is like very, very important. Like she is. Yeah. You get the like sense, like the legacy vibe, you know, I don't know if that makes sense, but like you no, really I'm get not. the sense that like she came in like huge shoes to fill. And as I had obviously been doing a great job prior, you know what I mean? Like, uh, she's, and I liked this, the interaction she had with that guy, with the guy they appointed director of Sword, where he was like, "I'm sorry you weren't here to make this decision." And she was like, "You, you were the obvious choice." And he was like, "Well, actually, I was the only choice." And I'm, uh, I'm assuming he was the only choice because, because the know, other candidates got blipped. Got blipped. Exactly. Probably she was, she was probably the main candidate since her mom was. was the former one. Okay, have you guys seen the other acronyms for Sword? Than the one that we got, we got the sentient weapon sort of sword, mm-hmm. but apparently there's a completely different one. Sentient world. Yeah, like, like why? What's is, the what? What is the acronym? In Wandavision, it's sentient weapon observation research yeah. development. The gotcha. ending is the same for both of them, but the only difference is there's a sentient weapon, and like other you replace weapon with world basically. But, like, and then in that scene, like, she says, like, a thing about creating sentient weapons. Like, apparently it's not just observing and whatever. It's, like, they're creating them. Like, there's a scene where she's walking through the headquarters and, like, they're creating sentient weapons. Well, maybe this, well this could make sense because of her ties to the Tesseract. I mm-hmm. mean, it just, it, that just, I mean, I feel like in our in our MCU that makes a little sense. Well, here's the thing, too, is that, like, uh, obviously, American government agencies don't operate in the most honest and, uh, you know, peel back the curtain way. No. Uh, So uh, maybe there's a chance that America's government post-Thanos is doing a little bit of what Strucker was doing. Yeah. Maybe that's what a sentient weapon is, is a human. Like, we want to be the first ones to try to get it right, you know? It's like a a nuclear race. Yeah. Mm. Potentially, that's what we're looking at with the sword. The only notes I had about sword in this was just that I thought that building was just, like, cool as hell. I I just would really like to just, like, take a day, you know, just give it a good little walkthrough. Imagine, like, take your kid to work day. Oh, That'd be so fun. Yeah, like I feel like you'd have to kill your child though. After the end of the day, nah. like, you've seen too much. Seen too much good. Fuck. There was a, a lot of like hexagon references in the. What show. if he goes to school the next day and his little friend Timmy's a scroll? Boom! You just gave the <laughs> secret to the free world. To the Boom! Death to all. But Joe, uh, you were mentioning the hexagon. Yeah, like in Apparently, the intro. There are hexagons everywhere in the show. Well, uh, uh, Jimmy Woo writes something on the whiteboard that the shape of the reality she's created is hexagonal. And it then, is, yeah, it says, it like, why, hex- hex- like he- why hexagonal? But there's hexagons in the intro, in the outro of the sitcom, and then in, yeah, the, in an office of S.W.O.R.D., there's diplomas <laughs> put up in a hexagonal shape. And like, oh, people think that, that people think that this that is important. Is that the shape of an infinity stone? This is true. It's the shape of mm-hmm. visions. Infinity stone, the mind stone. It is the shape of a hexagon. And 
people think that hexagons are super important because what if Wanda was inside of this office at one time? And like, it's just her subconscious putting hexagons into her own reality and stuff like that. Like maybe her trail, like leaving this behind on accident or not necessarily that, but like with your dreams, you have random people that you walked across, like in the street, you saw a random person. You won't even think about them again, but they'll show up in a dream because you saw them. Yeah. And like people are, people are drawing the line between Wanda's, you know, reality is really her dream. And like, maybe if she was at sword, maybe they were wanting her to be one of their weapons or something. She wasn't happy with it. I don't know. I really don't know. I get the impression that sword had absolutely nothing to do with Wanda before this. Mm -hmm. I get the impression that, uh, well, like here in a second, when Monica uh, is assigned to, you know, earthly project, she's not allowed to go off planet. Apparently. Like, I think that was the impression I got there. Uh, and she was like, Oh fuck, I got to deal with stuff that's on planet. That's so boring. And then she gets stuck with Wanda Maximoff, you know? So that's something. Uh, but you know, she walks up to that, uh, to that barrier after walking past uh, Jimmy Wu, who's figured out the card tricks that, uh, yeah, that best, best, I, that's uh, what I was, yeah. best character arc in all of Marvel. Oh, it's, up there. it's up there, no doubt. He figured that shit out. And, also, uh, I just, I just have a quick question. Um, she said, like, oh, you're stuck on earthly projects. What kind of off world projects were they doing, like, five years, like, before Infinity War? Because I feel like even well, even you know, Shield we, we, wasn't doing a whole lot of off-world shit before that. No, they weren't. We've been dealing with uh, well, we've been dealing with aliens since 2012 and their world. Yeah, you know, with Avengers. So like maybe that's what Sword was on. Like Sword was assigned to you know, and they, and and maybe whenever so he says you're Joe no sure off-world stuff. Hmm. Well, he says something about like on the ground, like yeah, it is. maybe maybe he just means like the stuff that she's working on is only on Earth, and she's not working with some like alien species that they heard of type thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, that makes earthly sense. projects could be pretty cool, given that an earthly project for that agency could have been Thor's hammer back in the day. So I mean, like, yeah, I that mean, would like, be pretty dope as well. How boring yeah. can your job be if you're doing stuff for Sword? Yeah, like, I mean, I feel like your lowest, your worst day is going to be pretty damned cool. Uh, I'd imagine your worst day at Sword is deadly. But, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> not bad day is probably pretty good. <laughs> okay. I was, so the sitcom that Wanda has created, it's like jumping decades, right? Mm-hmm. And at one point, it's WandaVision in color, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. Do you think going from black and white to color is, like, a significant, like, thing that happened in the show? Or do you think it's just because of the decade jump? Like, I think it's just I because think... of the decade jump. I think at first it was, like, made to seem like it was a significant thing. And then in this episode they're like, no, it's just kind of jumping decades every single episode. But Vision, when he died was black and white, monochrome, no color. But now, I I don't know. Didn't he go monochrome whenever he died in uh, Infinity War? That's what we're talking about, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean, though. I think I don't. Yeah. yeah but I think that's just it was showing that he was like dead and not. I don't think he went. I don't think he went monochrome because it was like, oh, the color left him. I think it was just him going monochrome just because yeah, yeah. it's showing his dead body. Yeah. I. Of, well, I think that's definitely true. But here, let's just I- go. Since we don't have an outline here, let's just go ahead and talk about that real quick. So when we see Wanda yeet Geraldine through four walls, might I add, breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, what she turns around and sees Vision's destroyed skull mm-hmm. and black and white body. Do we think that she has fabricated this vision completely in terms of like creating a reality, or has she taken the lifeless black and white body of vision and altered it to be what she wishes it to be? It's scary to think about. I think. I really think she's just puppeteering him. I think that's way too funny of an option for it not to be yeah. true that she's just going puppet master with Vision. Man, I that think is dark. That I, is dark. On the lighter <sighs> side, I think Vision oh. is is Wanda's uh, what do you call it? Uh, conscious? Not really. Like your good conscience. I, Vision is always like okay. There was the scene right after the, the angel sitting on her shoulder. Yeah, that's I a think really good take. Because there's a quote, you know, right after Vision, you know, turns back into color, he says, "We don't have to stay here. We can go wherever we want." And then Wanda, very angrily and kind of serious, says, "No, we can't. This is our home." And Vision is like taken back at this. His face is like, "What is she saying? She sounds crazy." And then he smiles, you I know, just, you know, really. I, I, well, I, I don't think Vision's face was like taken aback. I think, I think it was just like a he took this in stride, like Wanda, like, and and if and because he took it in stride, in my opinion, it definitely means Wanda's like, in some way, in his head for sure. I don't know because because he was his you face only- was off. Vision's face was off, and then Wanda said, hey, "Let's watch a movie," and then he just. Went back into a smiley, you know, Wanda controlled form. Fair, I don't know. Fair. I just think. Well, that's the thing then is that there have Wanda, been these moments. There have been these moments where yeah. Vision shows a, a semblance of sentience, you know, the where he like sat Wanda down and was like, I don't think things are right here. Like outside mm-hmm. with Herb, the dinner. And he, he like he starts mm-hmm. listening to things and then it blips and he's right, right back to the beginning and he starts being a loving husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I like the theory more that this is Wanda's conscience. Mm-hmm. That, that, that she's that like pumping him. Not necessarily even I, I at this point, if that's the theory I'm going with, Vision isn't even like there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say that she's like puppeteering him and that every once in a while like her actual like conscience come through and it's like this is how Vision would actually act in this scenario. Yeah. Get your I shit think- together. I think it's more like that, like she's kind of get, and that's where this line kind of blurs. Has she created something that mm. is like physically there or is she like fabricating it with her mind, you know? And yeah. so vision turning monochrome and all of these things coming at her, reminding her of her past. Maybe it's a way to tell Wanda like, like break out of it. You're kind of going crazy with this thing. Like, they're trying to remind her of her traumatized past to be like, okay, everything can't be perfect. You know, everything is perfect in my reality, but obviously it can't be. 
I don't know. I just it's you know what's little. interesting. I'm just kind of thinking here off the top. In the black and white episodes, when something's a glitch in the system, it appears in color. Mm-hmm. And the fully color episodes, the only thing that would appear black and white is vision. Is that like a he's kind of is a semblance of a glitch in the system there too, potentially, just like through like a yeah subtlety in their writing, you know? Man. I mean, uh, I mean, technically, Vision was basically a robot, and I don't know if it's possible, but maybe his conscious could be, you know, contained in some way. I don't know how. Maybe Wanda has this power. Well, he was he was fabricated to be Ultron esque. Yeah, you know. Hmm. But Ultron even recognized this vessel as better. Yeah. There are so many ways to go with the show. And we have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. So I have have an ever-important question. I already asked Colton about this, and he said that I had to ask it on the uh, podcast. If she's puppeteering him, the episode where they have sex, Uh, would that be considered masturbation? (laughs) No, come on, man. Yes. Yes. I, that's so hard to think about. <laughs> I, you is. know what? And it sucks because I just watched a super wholesome video of her on First We Feast just going, telling me what is in her fridge. And now I have to imagine her imagining vision fucking <laughs> And then it's actually her touch. Dude, come on, man. Can anything be sacred? No, no. That Literally, me and Colton were talking about this, about like if he, she was puppeteering him and like – I had a couple thoughts, and then like the the like fourth or fifth thing that came to my mind was they had sex. That's weird. <laughs> if you could only, if if all of you listeners could only see the look I'm giving this man, Miles, right now. Well, here's the hey. thing, too. Here's what's important: is that this is this sitcom reality. So they did technically allude to the idea of them having sex, but they never actually fucked. Well, I mean, they had a child, so. But that's after a one-day pregnancy, Miles. I don't think science is exactly important. All right. No, listen. I think. You only get to listen to the logic that supports his theory, not exactly. I think everything in this show is pointing towards Wanda going full crazy and she becoming – this is the part that I'm on – certain about but this is my theory as of yet i think she is the villain in air quotes villain of phase four and she's in doctor strange she's probably in spider-man we don't know that for sure but she's probably in spider-man she has been rumored to be be appearing mm -hmm. the doctor strange movie is called multiverse of madness and that's an acronym for mom and she can literally – I liked that one. I liked that one because – and here's a particular reason I liked that one. Because Multiverse of Madness is extraordinarily clunky. Like that – that is not a great name for a movie. Oh, no. It's you know? 100% going to be like remembered. Like when people talk about it, it will be abbreviated as like mom or whatever. See, like that's I completely be- disagree. I love Multiverse of Madness. Don't get me it's wrong. It's just I long like enough and just stupid I just enough that I love it. I think it is clunky compared to like some of the other titles that have previously rolled oh. out. Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. 
Like these sorts of things are easy. And then you got multiverse of madness, a six syllable title. That's a lot. Yeah. See, that's why, that's why I love it. And what better, what better person to counteract Wanda's multiverse stuff than Dr. Strange? He is the perfect person to counteract Wanda. But he, he can't really kill Wanda because Wanda could just kind of kill Doctor Strange pretty easily, in my mind at least. But, like, I really not think... If, not if he, uh, Dormammu, I've come to bargain, sir. I really think if, Wanda... If there isn't a scene similar to that, I'm going to be disappointed. Ideally, this man should just be undefeated. He should never lose. He should never lose. He could just. He should have just that. done that to Thanos. I don't know oh, why yeah, he did that. Saying. Well, because I that really... wasn't the way that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah, see, one way out this of the is why million. you can't be that person, Miles. You can't be that guy when it's that simple. He just he only saw one reality, so he had to let it happen. I think he just wanted Stark dead. Wow. <laughs> okay, he one of be the leader of the Avengers. I want to see where you guys stand on this. Do you think Wanda brings in the three Spider Men, or do you think Doctor Strange brings in the three Spider Men to help with Wanda? Yo. I don't think either of those is the option, uh, but I like the idea of both. I think that if anything there, Wanda's probably what accidentally makes yeah. that happen. I don't. I didn't mean purposely want. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, dude. See, I don't think they're going to turn her into a villain. I, I think it's perfect. I, I was, take, I was making this point to Joseph off mic. I think the one thing so far that the MCU is lacking and something that could take it from a, a good storytelling, great storytelling platform to just like different levels potentially is the story of Wanda Maximoff. If they were to make her break bad, if she were to fall to the dark side as a like Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, Magneto, type figure, Magneto, Magneto type figure in the MCU. Like she took this role as the fallen angel and then maybe one day she could get a redemption. But like as of now, she relishes in this evil for a little bit, you know, like in the House of M comic book storyline, uh, her children are fabricated. She's told they're fake. She absolutely loses it and destroys shit. Wanda Maximoff in the MCU has already had an absolutely terrible fucking life. Just devastating through yeah through. it's not out of the code the cards to assume that one could lose their insane like their sanity in an environment more, like that yeah she's got more reason to fall to the Abs- dark side than anakin skywalker yeah absolutely no, but the I, dreams golden do you know what would make i just worry go ahead kyler are you saying do you have some oh yeah, I just worry that that would be – I like it, but I just worry that given Dark Phoenix just came out and probably the similarity in that kind of story, like you know what I'm saying, and how that movie was perceived, I worried they'd shy away from it. I don't know. Marvel's so good though. Yeah, that's my like, thing. Like Marvel is so good. So if you feel like you can do it, I'm not sure that like worrying about if it's like played out right now is even in their – like I think they can handle it. But I'm just saying – I would, my opinion there, you know, it, my opinion there is that Disney is just so damn petty that like <laughs> I'd, I'd be willing to bet Marvel creators for Disney are willing to create a version of that story just better. 
Yeah, just to be like, you know, just to suck it to Fox, just to be like, yeah, how you like a bigger reason to fall to Fox before they take over, like a bigger reason to fall to the dark side than Wanda losing her reality in which everything is perfect for her. You, you, she perceives everything as going perfect, and then she gets one glimpse of that leaving. I think she'd kill anyone in her path. I don't think there's any question about that See, I, I don't i i think i think it makes sense for her to go a little insane in this show i just don't think it makes a ton of sense for her to be like the fallen angel like that type of villain just because of the fact that like we've already seen her like she was a villain for like half a half a movie before because she was sure. raised to like fuel funnel all of this hatred into destroying the avengers and then realized she was like fuck funneling all this hatred kind of sucks I should do things to help people, and I think this is like this TV show is where she's going to go kind of insane because of all her loss. But then I don't think once this gets resolved, I don't think she's going to still be evil just because of the fact that she know like she's seen what evil people like what bad people quote unquote can do to heart to harm other people. I don't think she wants to do that to other people. And I'm with that. I'm with that for sure. And I think that's probably more likely, but. I do not dismiss the fact that Wanda has seen that being a hero has not worked out for her. Yep. That's fair. Think about her, yeah, and like her, who she fought with in Civil War and stuff, and the the context of that movie too. She probably doesn't really give a fuck about what people think. I mean, there's also a theory that Wanda isn't the one controlling her reality, and it's someone that put her there, and... Whenever she rewinds or throws anyone out of her reality, she completely forgets about it because that would be a thing that isn't perfect in her life. So she would want to forget about it. And I don't know. I It'd be really cool to see someone controlling Wanda or she wished for this to happen so someone made it happen. And she becomes a misunderstood villain where she doesn't know what she's doing. She just knows that her life is really good right now and... People are going to start fighting her because it's not good for humanity, I guess. You know, because she could go all crazy and kill everybody. Well, one thing one thing that we did learn in this episode is that Wanda has taken actual citizens of Westview, has made them part of this reality, and has also erased them from existence in in normal reality like their families don't remember them nobody realizes that westview exists like wanda has done something that is fucking with shit big time yeah so i just i just feel like it doesn't make a lot of sense for her as a character to just go through and just pick people out and erase them from existence and the recording's frozen oh there it goes okay erase them from existence and just be like all right you're mine now and I'm going to make everyone in the world forget about you just because that even like as much as she might hate losing vision and hate everything that's happened to her. I don't think she wants to cause other people that pain in a sense, whether or not they know it, whether they know it or not, she's still causing them. She's still removing someone from their lives. And I don't, I just, so I feel like it, I feel like I most believe the theory that someone else is, has used her powers to put her there and then is, doing this to her for whatever reason. I'm with that because there is one thing from Endgame that I feel a lot of people have been omitting in their uh, theories of this. 
is that at Tony's funeral, Wanda is extremely at peace with Vision's death. This is true. And she, like she is cool. Another thing about the funeral is like people are grouped with who they're grouped with. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy, they're grouped together. You know, people like that, they're grouped together. But Wanda was with Falcon and who else was it? Bucky, maybe? I don't know. But it was very it's a very weird like she's kind of alone. Like she doesn't really have anyone that was her like friend, I guess, in that sense. I know I know she was talking to Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye when she said that quote because he was remembering Black Widow and she was remembering Vision. That's true. I'm going to look up her exact quote right here on the air. Okay. Do you think that during Endgame, the scene where, like, if you go back in time and take a stone out, it creates a different timeline? And, like, you have to fix it in order for time to, like, still be constant or whatever? Do you think this is coming into play now? Because Wanda is taking people out of their existence, putting them into her own. And, like, maybe this is the way of showing us what the repercussions are or the consequences are of not like having the timeline go, you know, how it's supposed to. I don't know. Maybe this is how the multiverse is created because I don't, I don't know because that scene where the Hulk, you know, was learning all about this. Like I, that, that felt kind of serious, you know, like if well, you mess this up, it's not good. I think with those, it was so serious because what she was kind of saying was like, if you take a, a stone out of a, out of a timeline, and keep it that will fuck that timeline for the rest like for the rest of its timeline until it eventually like collapses or something like that because the stones you know balance the universe or whatever and even though technically i think in this universe the timelines are destroyed but i think they're still like there they're just not material anymore i don't know it did she mention that only the stones were the things that could be taken out and it would mess up everything was like Yes, because that's why she was saying – that's why – yeah, well, yeah, but a town's a town. Like it's people. An infinity stone is is an infinity stone, and I think that's what she was like specifically like harping on where she was like, if you take one of these infinity stones and don't bring it back, you are fucking our our, our timeline Or do you think because we don't have that infinity stone anymore to balance. Yeah, but the people aren't there anymore, and – that timeline. Yes, but those on and yes, out of. But, but people are people, happens. and in in terms of a galactic era in a universal scale, kind of fucking useless unless you're butterfly one of like effect. ten people. You ever heard of the butterfly effect? It's the same thing. Well, yeah, but it's a big, big, big butterfly effect. But taking out a town is a small one, but it gradually goes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And maybe this is why Doctor yeah, Strange. But also, I don't know. I think that I, that my I'm going to go with that. And if I'm right, suck it. Is That's there fine. is there a possibility? I'm a I'm a go with Joe's theory here, and I'm a build upon it. Okay, is there a possibility that Wanda, the end of this show, is not the destruction of her reality, but she expands it and do a much larger, much much larger like a like maybe like a like a like a rate i don't want to say rage induced but could be like you know like a moment where her powers like go too much like she loses it for a second and then bow that's the effect like she takes over she takes over the better part of the united states or something like if yeah and and so uh, i gotta 
Miles, so are were you saying it's like somebody is controlling her and manipulating her in this reality? I don't think they're controlling her. I think they're I think they're manipulating the reality to like for their own benefit for whatever reason. So like are they trying to harm her or protect her or protect people I, from her? No, or I think it's more like they're trying to harm her, harm her or use her for whatever like okay. for whatever purpose okay. that they Okay, that's okay. That's where I was confused, and I think that's probably why you thought what I said was really weird because I had thought that you were saying it was someone like trying to keep her away from people because they felt she was too dangerous. No, so that's no, no, why no. I said leaning into that theory. If it's going to go that way, and I I thought that was okay for a second. If that's the case, I also felt like given that she said the whole Luke Skywalker level cameo. I said, wouldn't that make sense if someone's trying to look out for Wanda and protect people from her, somebody who's seen it up close, and then is also on a Luke level cameo? Can we talk Captain about America? Luke? Given his arc and Endgame, that's where well, I was. Let's do this real quick. Okay, so Elizabeth Olsen in an interview says that WandaVision will impress with a Luke Skywalker level cameo from the Mandalorian. First off, I want to go straight up on the record say that's not possible. Yeah, it's not possible. It's not happening. There is there is no one in the Marvel universe that I will that I want to see in this as much as I wanted to see Luke Skywalker in the movie. It's a relative cameo, like relative to the Marvel universe, sort of. Yeah, it is. It is for sure. But like, I'm saying there isn't a relative equivalent. I feel like she's really hyped it up, and like it's gonna make like I feel like now the standards are so high. Yeah. Unless the end of the season is Thanos snaps himself into existence, hands her in, hands her the Mind Stone, she or she revives Vision, and then Thanos snaps himself back out of existence. I don't care. Like I don't care okay. about your cameo. I don't. I think you guys are like missing the point of the cameo. We like Star Wars so much that we don't think a Luke level cameo exists. But like, there are people that like Marvel as much as we like Star Wars. So there is a cameo that exists relative no. to Marvel. There, yes, it is. It, no one, the relative, no, no, no one, one likes I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Hold on a second. I get where you're coming from, Joseph. But I want to tell you that in the MCU context, compared to Star Wars, the, the greatest equivalent you have is Tony Stark. Yeah. And Tony Stark's just not showing up. That's not possible. It's like if we're talking strictly from these movies, that's the, that's the equivalent is it has to be because it started with Tony Stark. It ended with Tony Stark the way Star Wars started with Luke Skywalker and the original trilogy ended with Luke Skywalker. You feel me? Like that, that's, that's where I think the confusion comes from. When she says it's this Luke Skywalker level cameo, does she mean in terms of what he meant, like narratively, like in terms of his history in Star Wars? Like, is that because that would be Tony Stark, like you said, hands down. But if she's just meaning in terms of hype around it, like when people were hyping it up as Luke, think about all the buzz that came around it. Like think about yeah. how hyped up and how much of a like moment that was like on Twitter and stuff. You know what I but mean? But even if it's even if it's a hyping up thing, I also don't think a, a Marvel character exists that that would bring that much hype to the TV show as exists for Luke in the and the Mandalorian. Yeah, I just figured out who it is. Who is it? What a Keanu Reeves Moon Knight. I think, we've, I think we've kind of gotten confirmation that Oscar Isaac is playing Moon Knight. Yep, yeah, nope, that was all smoke and mirrors. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Christian Bale. Fine, fine. Whatever character you want to play, it's Keanu Reeves. 
Isn't Christian Bale? It's actually uh, going to be uh, Christian Bale as Batman. No, I thought he was Christian Bale going to be in Thor. Okay. Christian Bale's going to be Thor: Love and Thunder. He's going to be the villain in that. But uh, I want to get back to who the Luke Skywalker level cameo could be. So, if we're going to lay out some options here, we've got Captain America on the table. I don't know how that would tie in, but you know, maybe they could right away in. Which uh, fair because we also wouldn't have known how a Luke Skywalker would have fit in at the beginning of the season. Absolutely, that's fair. See, and then. If you got, I just—it's not Tony Stark. We know that. Doctor yeah. Strange and Tony's dead, and it's not Doctor Strange because that is nowhere near that level of a cameo. People almost no. expect Doctor Strange to be in this. Yeah. Okay. And here's the thing: I've seen a lot of Evan Peters Quicksilver. That is I my do... leading theory. That is my here's leading my theory. I absolutely think we get Evan Peters Quicksilver. But I do not think that's the cameo she's talking about. I agree because I don't feel like it's it's the Luke Skywalker thing throws us for such a bone. There's yeah. no way it doesn't. It throws such a wrench into the argument. Because really every does. time you feel like you're coming to a close like ah, I can I can ride with this like person as the cameo. And then you're like, no, it's not Luke. Like, you can't. It's not good Luke Skywalker was the main character in all of Star Wars. He is the main character. You know, like, that's the guy. It's it's like, it's him. And then, like, if you're born after a certain time, Anakin. And especially actually, when he didn't think... And especially when you don't think, when you think about, we hadn't, we thought he was done. We didn't think we were going to get any other Star Wars content with yeah. Luke Skywalker. So, like... Is there any other big bad... That is better than Thanos in the comics. Because Elizabeth Olsen is a big comics person. I don't know, like Death, Galactus, but I, I can't. They're not going to blow their. I, so I hate to use the, the term again. They're, they're not, not going to blow, blow their, their load on <laughs> Galactus in a TV show. Fast, they've just wrapped up the biggest they big bad we've ever Fortnite. seen. They put Galactus in Fortnite. They could put it in anything, bro. They did roll him out in Fortnite. They did roll Galactus out in Fortnite, so maybe that brought him a little bit of relevance, but I just don't think it brought him Luke Skywalker level relevance. No. I, I think uh I think if we're getting there I saw a theory online that this quote Luke Skywalker level cameo could actually be Mark Hamill playing the role as Mephisto, the devil type character in Marvel Comics. Oh, Oh, who, who has the capability of Venus. warping reality? And he that would he be the biggest fuck oh. you from Elizabeth Olsen to say like, oh, it's a Luke Skywalker level cameo, and it hid yes, right with bitches. Dude, he would kill, dude. Because I when I've seen this character, I've seen because I've seen him come up on Twitter a lot and just on social media lately, just with the buzz kind of about him. He's kind of came up, and I've seen pictures. And like what he looked like in the comics. Tell me the look of him doesn't look like he has Mark Hamill voice character killing it. Perfect. Just killing it. Perfect, bro. Like I'm thinking mm. about Mark Hamill playing a devil type character with his Joker type voice from the Batman stuff. And it's yes, raps. Bro. He's going like, to murder it's it. Perfect. Murder it. Murder it. I hope Absolutely. that's the case. I hope that's the case. Oh my but, god. That is so thin seeming, but I love it so much. Like I want that so bad. I'm, I'm my I, okay. prevailing, my prevailing theory 
as to who this cameo could be. It's like obvious to a lot of people. Like it's probably, I gotta go Magneto. Like I gotta go Magneto. And I've talked about the way they can retcon this a little bit in, in our group chat with like the, like Magneto's mom gave Wanda and Pietro away at birth or not Magneto's mom. Wanda's mom gave, uh, Wanda and Pietro away at birth to a couple because she was afraid of Magneto potentially didn't want him to know they exist something like that so and then they end up in the band yeah I got I I was really keen on Magneto from the get-go and then I kind of started thinking more towards the Quicksilver route and I couldn't figure out which way I was leaning so I, this Magneto, I hope it, I Magneto just hope it brings that gravitas to the cameo yeah, I you just know. hope it happens this next episode is what I hope. And I know it's no, not. I've read online I've read online that like I don't I don't want to be like a like spoiler spoiler here or anything, but I've read online that this episode is where we'll be getting a big new reveal. Like a new character, big deal. Okay. What Stanley? But like she like that like oh. they do something. Oh. I know, I know, but I, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry to throw that in there just all of a sudden, but like that is it, kind of the Luke level of Marvel. It would be, no, it's fair. It's fair, but is the it, would be boosy, it would be it would be boosy as fuck of her to hype it up like that for it to be a CGI'd Stan Lee. Like, what if they just filmed a crap ton of cameos of for Stan Lee? I mean, they probably had this show in the works for a while. Okay, well, here, can I present one last theory, and it is no level... Okay, well, uh, I should wait. I'll I'll save it, I guess. I'm sorry. I'll save your load. Yeah, Yeah. I'll save my load. I won't blow it. (laughs) I want to throw out a wild card, just so if I'm right, I'm going to say I told you so. I'm just going to (laughs) throw Red Skull out there. Maybe the Soul Stone comes into play in this show. I don't know. Um, But I want to just say Red Skull, or ScarJo... Or old Gamora. That's anyone dealing with the Soul Stone. That's my wild card guess. See, that's cool with me. I I, I I dig the theory. I just don't think they'll dip back into that bag. I think now that Gamora, ScarJo are dead, they're not going back to Red Skull. We're not dealing but with like, the Soul Stone anymore. I just don't think we're do doing we that Do we know again. how the Soul Stone works? Like, do we know how it works? Like, can you bring anyone back to life with the Soul Stone? Like I don't know, but I cannot. I just cannot, for the life of me, imagine that WandaVision's whole purpose is to bring back Gamora or Black Widow. Like, no, no, just, no. Yeah, that's... If the Soul Stone is able to bring people back to life, maybe Wanda brings back Vision without the Mind Stone sort of thing. She brings back the okay. human eyes part of Vision. That's just a wild card. I'm not believing it at all. I'm just saying I want to throw it out there to maybe be right. One last one. I have I have another person that it could be. I'm gonna throw out uh, Captain Marvel because she was best friends with Maria Rambeau. Uh, her daughter's Monica Rambeau. Monica's probably got a line to Captain Marvel. I'd imagine just because of that, and uh, potentially if they need to stop Wanda in dire circumstances, we get a Captain Marvel versus Scarlet Witch fight. Yeah, which I just... would be epic. Dude, it'd dude. be a cool fight. I don't think that that would um, fit the billing of a Luke level cameo, just because of the fact that uh, 
Captain Marvel is not exactly the most well-liked uh, superhero in the Marvel universe. True, but maybe yeah. the most useful in this scenario. What if she uses her powers to literally punch through Wanda's reality, and that's what breaks it all down? That'd be dope. We don't know how. To, we don't know how and anything. Thing, I do think that, like, I think no matter what. Elizabeth Olsen was exaggerating with Luke Skywalker level cameo. So anybody who's relatively a big deal in Marvel is fair game, in my opinion. Yeah. See, so like, I, I actually Captain Marvel at the moment is a big deal. Yeah, I really think have you having brought it up. I think if if it was a Mark Hamill as a whatever the character's name is, Mephisto. Mephisto what's his name? Yeah. Yeah, Mephisto. Mephisto. I think that would, and she was just kind of being like very on the nose about it, of being like, "Oh, it's a Luke level cameo because it's literally Luke." Um, I would love that. I think, and also would love to have number one option. Yeah, also would love to have Mark Hamill in the Marvel universe at all, and also as Mephisto. Can you, dude? I just like now that it's even like. Like I've, I've I've even said it. Like I need Mark yeah, Hamill in the MCU in some capacity. I don't yeah. care how. Just like I want him in it. Also, would fit my theory of the fact that it's like someone else doing this to her because no, it would it be Mephisto literally. Yes, literally, like messing with the reality in order to do whatever to her for whatever reason that he has, since he's you know literally like the devil. That's why I brought it up. I I recently read a uh, comic book series that came out in the Marvel line, uh, Avengers Age of Conchu, which is a Moon Knight-centered piece, but it's based around Mephisto as the villain. And uh, Mephisto phase off, faces off with the uh, with the Moon God, Conchu, and like his one of his powers is that he has the ability to kind of change these realities and shit like that. And like, uh, was that the age of country? Whatever. I, I know he faces off of Mephisto at some point. I don't remember exactly what comic series it was. I, for some reason, I want to say age of country, but nobody hold me to that. Uh, and he has, he has that capability of fucking with reality. However, he kind of pleases because he is like, he is the Marvel's equivalent to the devil. Like he is. Issue with that though, if if uh, Mark Hamill plays him, are we just completely retconning the like every single Ghost Rider movie, or is Nick Cage coming back as Ghost Rider? Yes, Nick Cage, Mephisto. Maybe that maybe that is the Luke level cameo. Maybe no, Nick Nicholas Cage comes back as no, Ghost Rider no. in this movie with Mephisto. Oh, God, wouldn't no. you just fucking vomit? Hey, I no, love it. Fantastic actor. You can hate it as much as you I might, I might die of happiness if Luke, if or if Nicholas Cage came back as Ghost Rider in this TV show. I mean, there have been a lot of. Don't get me wrong. I would love, I would absolutely love Ghost Rider to come back in the MCU in some capacity. Like, I need that. Because it's gonna be badass. I mean, he he made his appearances in like Agents of Shield and shit. But it's like, if, if they brought him back cinematically, they have the opportunity to do something really fucking cool. You know, mm-hmm. and who better to be Nicolas Cage? <laughs> I Nicolas Cage I feel like if, if 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 they bring back Ghost Rider, it has to be Nicolas Cage. I, there is no other. 
there is no other actor I want to see as Ghost Rider besides Nicolas Cage. Uh, I would I would no, accept I, I would accept that as well. But okay, Nicolas Cage followed in a close second by Liam Neeson, and then no one else in third. Yeah, the real that, question is who is Ewan McGregor gonna play in the MCU? That's the real question. Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. Just, uh-huh. We're connecting Star Wars and the MCU but with Ewan McGregor. The multiverse is kind of off topic. But you know who I would love to see? You know who I would Hmm. love to see play Ghost Rider in the MCU? Nicholas Cage. Diego Luna, the guy who played Cassian Andor in Rogue One. Mm. Okay. I can fuck with that heavy. He's number three. Sorry, he's behind Nicholas Cage and Liam Neeson. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. But, I mean, obviously, okay. Back to the show, though. There have been a lot of devil, <laughs> devilish, like, what do you, I don't know. Hints. References. References, yes. Like on the toaster, there was 999, obviously upside down, that's 666. And then in the Loki trailer, there was a devil stained glass window. Literally, the devil was just right there. Like, I think Mephisto, is that his name? I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mephisto. I think Mephisto's coming in the show guaranteed. Or Well, here's the thing. Not- given given the low-key piece of evidence here, is there the potentiality that if Mephisto is to come into this, that he is the Thanos-type villain for this little part? Like mm-hmm. the big bad. And they're laying the seeds early like they did with Thanos early on. It's, well, and it's- also it makes sense because he fits into being the big bad for this uh, series, he fits into being the big, the potential big bad in a uh, multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. Um, he fits into them trying to, you know, m- pull in multiple Spider Men to try and, or hit him accidentally pulling multiple Spider Men into one universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe he does become the the Thanos level big bad for this uh, stage. It's either he's coming in. And they're hinting at it very, very slightly or heavily, depending on how you look at it. Or it's just they're giving a nod to, like, the super fan MCU people. Like, it's just like, you know about this guy. We're doing WandaVision. It's easy to point him out. But, like, it's just, like, a nod to being, like, a super fan, basically. Because no one else would take it as anything. It's just like, oh, there's the devil. Okay. Hmm, like, Mephisto, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so, I think uh... – I think that Mephisto is actually an option that like bodes well for a potentiality and a multiverse of madness type situation because they did say they're going to take a little bit more of a horror approach to that film. And, and nothing screams horror could, more than the devil. It's true. And and obviously that could just be Wanda. Wanda can be pretty scary. I oh I want Wanda to Okay, be so the- here is my theory when I, I I'll touch on now with that. If I think we're going with the Wanda breaking bad type thing, which I, I I'm with Colton, I kinda like that. I think that could be I think that's an earned arc for her. I think she has every reason to be as crazy and horrific as she chooses to be. Um I feel like if we're going that direction, I could see something like she carrying over into Multiverse of Madness and being like, not the main villain necessarily of that movie. That could still be Mephisto. Maybe it's Wanda is still, is bad. She's 
gone crazy. She's on the dark side of things. Maybe she is working sort of as a minion for Mephisto, and that starts that arc all starts here. Or just in general, she breaks bad in the show and then is the partial villain for Multiverse of Madness. And then Doctor Strange eventually like convinces her back or like, you know, fixes things with her. And then they fight together at the end and defeat the big bad of that movie. That's my theory. I don't know. Does anyone remember the name of the other wizard at Doctor Strange's Academy, the black guy? I can't remember his name, but I know he is supposed to turn into a bad guy. Oh, oh, um, 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 oh, I just was talking about this. With somebody well, here's the day. thing is because name? I read the oh, very God. first issue of the Doctor Strange comic that's available on Marvel Unlimited, right? Baron Mordo. Mordo. Yes, Mordo. Mordo. He, he is the, he's a, uh, he's a fallen wizard in the very first issue available of Doctor Strange. Well, we saw him turn bad in the end credit scene of Doctor Strange too, as well. Exactly. He so pulled, that leads he it, pulled the powers out of Jonathan Pangborn's back. Uh, that's pretty. That's <laughs> is there is there a possibility that maybe I I, I don't want to say that he's obviously the guy here. Obviously, he's not. That'd be fucking disappointing. But what if he ties in somehow? What if in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness we get if we're getting this Mephisto type storyline? He does have a pretty solid team of wizards at his at his side. He's got one, oh. and he's got that guy. He's got Mordo. Dude, with. The thing is, is that Phase Four? Do we know exactly how many movies there are in Phase Four? No, I don't. Yeah, think, I don't think we. the next. So, basically, from Iron Man to Endgame, it was all working up towards Thanos. Yeah. Every single movie, and Infinity Stones or Thanos. That was basically the point, and like. We couldn't even see where it was going until Infinity War and Endgame was a thing. So, like, it's going to, like, we could think we know, like, what's going to happen now. But, like, they're so creative with this stuff. Like, it could be completely out of left field. Well, they did allude to Thanos in the first Avengers movie. Like, Thanos did send Loki. They were always planning for that. And they have been planting the seeds because I think with Thanos, the seeds were the Infinity Stones. And the Infinity Stones are in practically every MCU movie uh, in yeah. some capacity. Like even like Captain America, the first Avenger, when he's facing off with the Red Skull and he has the Tesseract. Like, I mean, I don't, shit, it's got to be like 15 movies that the Tesseract pops up in. That shit is in yeah. everything. And I mean... <laughs> uh, also, but it was like, with all that stuff, they, they very clearly like delved heavily into the comics for inspiration with Thanos and with the infinity stones and with his, you know, search for, you know, trying to wipe out half of the life in the universe. They kind of switched up the reasons why to make it a little less stupid, but uh, like it, it would make sense for them to be dropping seeds of what's, you know, another big bad in the comics, which is Mephisto and pulling things like the house of M, which he ended up being one of the bad guys in because he, uh, you know, like steals her children and like does, uh, you know, it makes sense for him to be a potential you, big bad because they, he was a big bad for all of these things in the, in the comics. So do you think that they're introducing the big bad right now as basically the first thing of phase four, other than the one Spider-Man movies? Do you think I, we are introducing him right be doing now? like a, a middle, like a mid, a mid tier big bad. I think like he is a, we're looking at he Loki is, Ultron level threat. Yeah, he is. He is the oh god. He's you know 
a big bad and then in you know three movies time whenever they eventually defeat him they'll realize oh shit he was just a pawn working for this other dude oh man what are we gonna do now well here's the thing too is that like thinking forward we've got fantastic four coming and you don't get fantastic four without introducing dr doom and dr doom i'm assuming is gonna have to play some role right like fantastic four is set to be i don't like a few years out Mm-hmm. It's like at some point we're building towards Doctor Doom because, like, I, I can't imagine they bring in the Fantastic Four so, without without Doctor Doom. They just don't do that. So, True. is Wanda going to be responsible for all mutants? Like, do you think the mom will be referring to like she is the mother of all mutants? You know, because she has two. Kids, basically. I mean, I, I don't know. This, could, I, this, this is, is. I like this idea. I like this idea a lot. But, well, but don't 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 mutants already exist in the MCU? I guess Deadpool's a thing. Deadpool's so well, I mean, I'm not even I'm not including X Men and okay. like Deadpool. I'm talking about like in our MCU. No, they don't. Because like in the in the Shield in the Shield TV show and all that Those stuff, they literally they're not really mutants, but they're those are inhumans. Inhumans. Which mutants. are a different thing. Like Marvel Marvel has those coexisting in the comics. Inhumans. Yeah. Okay. The MCU, they liked they like to write in a lot of parallels. And I see a parallel where Wanda is giving birth, it, whether to real children or not, probably not, but they are mutants. She's giving birth to mutants. And I see the parallel happening. See, and I, of her I don't going, disagree with this idea. I don't yeah, disagree I mean, with this idea at all. She could be the one to bring mutants into the world. Maybe this is why people are mad at her because these mutants turn evil, maybe, and they start. I don't know. I mean, it could go anywhere. I just can't wait for this episode. Like, yeah. I hope it answers all of our questions. Probably won't. It's probably going to lead to a thousand more. We still got four oh. more after this one. We got five. I know six, it's crazy. Nine. Do you? Is it just me, or do you feel like we've gotten so much more in these first four episodes of this first season than we did? Like, I felt like Mando drug us out a lot longer. They did. Well, I feel like it's also already. It's it's a different. It's a completely different thing. Obviously, yeah. Marvel's formatted completely different. But like, we've right. already come to our first like revelation and like yeah we never came to a revelation I think, in Mandalorian I think, I think, until the end of the like the end of the finale is like when we first get the villain yeah but i will say i guess it's fair to give mando that amount of time to build that because they were building from scratch yeah they they True. didn't have like none of the characters that were being there's used. a lot more busyness needed there's a lot more busyness yeah. needed in this show and a lot more like to, has to happen fast okay i have a theory i want to talk about just really quick so, so you're blowing it all now. Okay. Yeah, no. In this episode, do you guys notice the part where they're cycling through all the people that they find missing, right? And they're mm -hmm. placing all of these people. Oh, this person came from here that their name is this family. This no idea. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. One person's not there. Agnes. Okay. Hear me out. Theorized last week. Agnes is on some other shit. <laughs> yeah, but here's where it gets interesting. I have a funny feeling Agnes is not going to be – I was erring to the side of bad. I have now changed my opinion on that. 
Here's why. So, have we noticed that Agnes has been very nice to her? And I know we use that as a weapon for her being like, oh, she's shady. She was being nice. Well, I take it back. She was being nice. I actually think that might be giving me credence for her being good. So, in the Marvel, in, in the comics, there's a character named Agatha Harkness. Okay. Harkness. She's a powerful witch appearing in American or er, in the comic books. And she's one of the original witches from the Salem witch trials. She survived and later became a significant figure in the Marvel continuity and was a mentor to Wanda Maximoff in real mag- magic. Agatha was eventually killed by Wanda, who went insane. She also had a familiar eb- named Ebony, a weird cat-like creature that could sense the presence of mystical beings. And in the comics, she mentored Wanda. Wanda has kids. They refer to her as Auntie Agatha. In the co- so black cat-like creature. In in the Wanda show, we get kitty litter called Auntie A's kitty litter. Mm. Auntie A. You want to know something ah. else about Agnes? And. One of the first three episodes, I can't remember which the one, third. Darty was in it. And Darty said, Darty. the devil is in the details, right? And then Agnes goes, that's not, that's not, like, he's not only in the details. Like, he's he's in much more. Like, he, she was, like, so on the side of knowing, like, a, about the devil. Like, like, just a line where Darty says, the devil's in the details. And then Agnes is like, well, he's not only there. He's like, a that's, lot more than that. That's what she says, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like that's kind of. And you know, maybe, maybe, she's, uh, maybe she's working with good old Mephisto. That and maybe, not, maybe Mephisto is the one controlling Wanda, or Wanda made a wish to Mephisto, saying, "Hey, put me in this reality where everything's perfect for me," and blah blah blah. But and when we go down this road, we're look we're looking at a lot of off screen importance. Yeah, but maybe we get that, you know, in the like series. Flashbacks, I guess, but like, I just Not can't. really, or Wanda realizing how she came here and how she is here now. Yeah. Like, the whole realization episode, whenever that happens, where everything comes together and we're like, oh my god. Like, the viewer and Wanda's perspective come to one, like, to a point. I don't know. I, I'm just throwing stuff out there. I mean, I don't believe necessarily believe wholeheartedly in it but no i like where you're going because it's tough from like i'm just thinking from a storytelling perspective if they were to introduce mephisto mephisto now it would have to be within the next two or three episodes max and that and then a whole nother episode would probably have to be spent figuring out how wanda got here and how everything happened and then the final episode would have to be them resolving the issue or not resolving the issue and getting into a bridge for season two but I just, I don't know. It's tough at this point. If we get, if we're getting like a big bad Mephisto type character, it's next episode or the episode after. And like, we are, we are fully realizing it. Dude, it's literally like three hours away. Do you guys realize this? This is nuts. Yeah. Our whole understanding of this show is drastically going to be changed. I'm sure one of you is staying up. So, so I mean. You guys are going to know in like three hours just how fucking crazy this shit's about to be. Well, you know, had you not told me it was coming out in three hours, I wasn't going to stay up. Now that I remember that it's coming out in three hours, I guess I have to stay up. So Miles, you're, you're, welcome. you're welcome. You're welcome. Shit, I'm not going to stay up, but you three all sound like you're staying up. Now I feel like I might have to fuck around and do it too. Do it. 
Do it. You should, Let's so talk. that we can oh. immediately talk about it. Oh, we've never done that, Joseph. You have a visitor. That was kind of scary. That kind of <laughs> freaked me out. Not going to lie to you. Door just opened Sorry mind. to break the fourth wall. Sorry to break the fourth wall there, visitor, or listeners. But, uh, it was my mom going full Wanda on that, Geraldine. <laughs> oh, imagine his mom's name was actually Geraldine. Is it? It's not. It's Joanna. So, no. Damn. There it is. Sorry. There it is. There it is, guys. Joseph's mom is not named Geraldine. It's the main headline big from this reveal. episode. And big reveal. reveal. She is white. So, just so throwing that one out there. Here's the big takeaway from this episode. At the end, well, we did see Wanda throw Geraldine from this reality. She is in some way in control of it, and Geraldine is in some way familiar to that. Because of Wanda throwing her out. Uh, Geraldine, when she lands, she goes, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. Now, are we to trust her words in saying it's all Wanda? It sounds like nobody here does. No, because I think she thinks it's all Wanda because that's the only – like, being in there, that's the only thing that you could think. True. Is it's Wanda doing all of this and she can literally I... throw you out. The line that I really like and sticks out for me is that there – I feel I feel like Wanda's definitely controlling it, but somebody said that somebody is like censoring it. I don't remember who said it, but somebody felt Darcy, like somebody probably. was censoring this. Darcy, who? yeah, Darcy. Oh, Darcy. Would she? Well, I mean, she was one of the one of the people watching it, so I'm assuming she was the one who would have said that someone censored. Yeah, I think I think she was the one that said it. Whenever something like uh the uh, like something happened, whether it was the the beekeeper or the uh them talking about um, uh, Wanda's brother or something like that. They, she was like someone censoring it. Oh, uh, also, okay. since we mentioned the I was... beekeeper. Oh, go ahead, Kyler. Go yes. ahead. Mine's not important. Well, I just was saying, I guess I just want to know if the somebody is censoring it, because that was like what somebody at S.W.O.R.D. said that, right? When, when they said it was all Wanda, I thought that was what happened. Like when they Pretty realized sure. that's so my understanding, I wonder now if the that is who the cameo is going to be about. Like, is whoever it is that's censoring it, is that who this cameo is about? Like, where what does that lead down? Like, what rabbit hole does that take us down? Like, goddamn, crazy. Well, the, the beekeeper guy, also interesting, if we want to go there. I guess you had a point, though. Sorry, I shouldn't have. No, I'm going to build on, that, uh, on the uh, censoring thing. So if we are looking at a censoring thing, and we're looking at Agnes as Agatha, She's awfully, she's, she's kind of trying to protect her. She's been around everywhere. There's been a glitch. She was at the meeting with Dottie. She was, she stopped by the dinner to bring the four course meal. She, uh, she was, she walked up when the helicopter, when Wanda saw the helicopter, she, uh, in the fourth episode, she's like, is Geraldine inside? Like, is that a. Is that a thing that's happening? Uh, right after that, uh, she was talk. she was talking to Herb after he fucking was tweaking into the wall. Tweaking, absolutely. Okay. See, here's those those are important things. I think now, and I think Agnes. I'm back on that. Agnes has something to do with this train, and I and I'm I'm a little bit more on Kyler's side now that it's not bad. She's kind of what? What if Agnes knows what is supposed to happen? Like these. Certain events are going to happen. Maybe this isn't even really Wanda. 
maybe this is a test of how Wanda would react to putting her in a lockdown environment, like putting her in her own reality. Maybe this is just a test of how Wanda reacts to certain things going on. And that's how she knows, hey, is Geraldine in her house right now? Like, is this event happening right now? And maybe I lo- I love this is why Vision's going. job I love, is- I love your mind, and I love it working. Yeah, like, Vision's job is literally him I love it. measuring I love, I love- outlets. Oh, man. Oh, man, dude. Dude, in the Beekeeper, like, Geraldine was thrown out, and we see what happens to her. The Beekeeper, we don't know what happened to him. Is he no. gone? So what I want to know is, is did you notice how when he goes in, he's wearing a sword branded like hazmat suit? It's not a beekeeper suit. It is a hazmat, mm-hmm. which I didn't notice that until the second watch, which don't ask me how I missed it. Because I did notice that the chain he was attached to turned into like an old ass jump rope, which I thought yeah. was a nice touch. Reminded me of I elementary school. That. Yeah, I was going to say reminded me of childhood. But. <laughs> I guess I want to know if we've kind of figured – if we've cracked the code, I guess, on what these things – if these things coming in are switching into, if they're matching the reality, what is the beekeeper's relevance? Like what does beekeeping have to do with this timeline, like in this time? I've got to think. I've got to think that it is just it is just altering to the reality because we saw the drone – turn into the tiny helicopter. So my massive helicopter blowing up and crashing into Wanda's yard was really fucking wrong. Uh, but you know, we take it as it comes. And, uh, and, uh, I think that maybe a beekeeper, like it's just the closest thing that wouldn't look weird. And I mean, obviously or, still, well, yeah, I suppose that's true because you're limited to your, like, he was in a hazmat suit. So like, what can you do with a hazmat suit that looks normal? Yeah. So I guess I see what you're saying. Although I still feel like a hazmat suit is way better at like two o'clock in the morning than a fucking beekeeper. But or, I, I or, get, you know, and, and coming out of the sewers, a hazmat suit makes a lot more sense than a beekeeper. Yeah, okay. Holy crap. Holy crap. I think a beekeeper is way bigger than we ever think because everything oh, is. I'm, I'm so excited for this. Please let it go. Let it go. Of a hexagon. And what's else in the shape of a hexagon? A beehive. The beehive has a queen. The queen is Wanda. She is controlling everyone else. They're doing tasks for her. This is literally a beehive and Wanda's the queen. Queen bee. Oh. Did I no. not say a couple of podcasts ago? Hold on. This is Hold why we talk. This is the best talking. Keep talking because you stumble upon this shit right here, bro. That's Hell the, yeah! No, Hell yeah! That's the best. That's the best theory for the beekeeper. It has to be okay. Yeah. It's the that only. It's the so only that. even slightly explainable that's thing. Right there, yes sir, yes sir. That's that shit right there. I see. You know, you know when you have genius moments, and they just flow, like. I felt so good in that situation right there. No, Joseph, I just need you to understand that just sometimes when you say stuff, we may laugh and think it's absurd, but when we don't want to d- let that discourage you, like, bro, keep this shit coming because you stumble upon stuff like that. I mean, every once in a while, Joseph will just fu- just stumble upon to some fucking genius because that right there is that that's perfect. Like, that's by far the best explanation we have for the beekeeper as of right now. Is that, you know, if this is a reality created by Wanda and it is her subconscious and it is operating automatically as sort of a beehive, all these people performing tasks around her to keep the ta- upkeep the town and, and shit. 
there's there's the distinct possibility that all these people who are playing their roles are just their little servant bees to the queen bee, Wanda Maximoff herself. Or it could it could be still we could be going with that other thing like Agatha, Agatha Harkness. Some shit like that. You never know. But that is by far the best explanation we have for the beekeeper. So thank you, Joseph. Another thing much. that bees do, another thing that bees do, specifically the queen bee, they have a hive mind sort of networking system that they do. So whatever the queen bee says, or the queen bee says, it goes. So if the queen bee all of a sudden decides, you know what, we need to attack. They all have the same things going on in their mind and they only know to attack. So literally, it's just a metaphor of what's happening inside of Wanda's reality. The other hand of it is that Wanda isn't the queen bee and Mephisto or some other person is controlling this hive, I guess if you want to call it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would really like to see if they actually call it a beehive or something like that because then I'd feel extra genius. <laughs> Yo, if they if they ever refer to it in the future as like her beehive or something or some shit like that, then no doubt you're spot on with that theory. Like we get one more thing that's bee eluding, you're you're one hundred percent right. I just want to know what happened to the dude. Is he just gone forever? That's I, a really like- good question. Is he is he now in the reality as the beekeeper, or is no? Because he... it like it like rewound. So I feel like it had to have been like a thing where he like he went up, it rewinded him. He probably still remembered because he's from like outside of this you know universe or outside of this like dimension. And so he was just like, all right, I'm a fucking dip because clearly she doesn't want me up there. Does Wanda have all of the powers of the stones right now? Because that's basically time stone. No. No, she just her like powers. She can like kind of like somewhat warp reality, and so that would fall under reality I too. I think it's based under the reality she's in. You know, because yeah. she's in a because she can control reality, that reality. She can, she can do things like kind of just rewind and shit. Hmm. Or whoever yeah. censoring man, this it episode, can. dude, this is we're gonna get it so soon. Oh. We're gonna fucking get it. Hmm. Uh, is there is there is there anything else you guys want to say about this previous episode? Honestly, I think we're just kind of going in circles, and we don't really know what the heck is going on still. So I think the best thing to do is just watch the next episode and then come back dumbfounded whenever we were all wrong. Oh, hundred percent, man! I'm fucking ready for that. Actually, I'm not ready to eat a like, slice of that humble pie, though. I want to believe that I'm correct all the time. Thanos is coming back with the Infinity Gauntlet. That's the big bad for uh, Stage Four. Yeah, you can imagine if they were just like, huh? be, dude, that'd if be a, such a smack in the face. God damn, it'd I'd be really say. damn funny, though. I want to say one thing: is if Good. a beehive is mentioned, you will take all of my opinions as fact from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, forget is that for every beehive, you do have the sexual tensions and the, uh, <laughs> the the pretty long reaches as well. So, like, we don't know that Mando, like we're batting a thousand here. We still don't know that Mando isn't in love with every person I mentioned. So we don't know. <laughs> I guess we don't yet. I guess we he don't. Is, but he, we have established he's a cowboy slut. If you listen, he is a cowboy slut. We haven't seen the body yet. They haven't declared that he does that he's not in love with every single woman. So it's still up in the air. 
No Fair. body, no crime. Uh, so, are y'all ready? To, are y'all ready for next week? Is that where we're leaving this? Can I'm we just down. do it tomorrow? I mean, <laughs> the episode's over. To be honest, <laughs> I'd be I'd be down to do it. Uh, I'd be down to do it like a. I don't know. I don't know about tomorrow night. I don't know if that works, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We gotta no. We gotta let it sit a couple days so we can let all these all these opinions stew inside of Absolutely. us and get really I, I really watch, weird. I usually watch the episode three times before we record. Yeah. Same. I I only two, but well, definitely two. Sometimes three. I should have. Mm-hmm. Usually two. Sometimes three. But, uh, hmm. you know, that's wow. just how we do. That's just how we do on the Penny Bloom podcast. This uh, Marvel colon, the Wanda, WandaVision colon, the Watchmen. That's just what we do. On, I mean, the Penny Bloom podcast. We're really about it. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you for allowing me to share my genius with the world. <clears throat> well, one out of ten genius. Of course. That's of course. And thank you. Every now and then, every now and then, we get some genius yeah, here. Every now uh, thank you very much, Miles Buttress. Hey, I mean, you know, anytime, man. And you know, and you know, uh, next week, even potentially tomorrow, Maybe. we don't know. We still who knows? Talk to, we still can, talk who can who can ever uh, really know? Who could ever really know? But uh, yeah, you know, next week, even. And uh, on the screen below me that I can see, and you cannot, we've got KBZ Kyla Barnett. Thank you very much for joining me, my friend. Absolutely, can't wait. For Ab- so lootly again this was the penny bloom podcast the wandavision watch always remember peace love and bloom and always praise keanu reeves which keanu reeves could become a character maybe maybe but praise him good night while we're at it praise pedro pascal